So many things have ruined my childhood So I go online to bitch and cry It feels like all of Hollywood is up against me They even made Optimus Fly New versions of what I grew up with Are being remade, rebooted and retried My adolescence is under attack now I think that a part of me has died Aliens, uh -huh, uh -huh. Predators, uh -huh, uh -huh. Marvel, uh -huh, uh -huh. DC, uh -huh, uh -huh. maybe it doesn't all quite sting. Okay, well, except maybe for that Jar Jar Binks. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. Hello, and welcome to This Podcast Ruined My Childhood. I'm Phil Derasmo, and with me this week, I have a very special guest, Mr. Brad Jost. Brad, say hey to the people out there. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're very excited to have you back. Um, it has been quite a while, uh, our first season, actually. You joined us for two different episodes, talking about your uh, what many of the people out there know you and your forte from, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Yeah. And I know that you, a lot of people that have listened to this show are actually followers of your show. So I appreciate you letting the migration happen for them over here. <laughs> um, but uh, what have you been up to? How How's everything been going over on Jurassic Park Pod and Grim Grinning Hosts and everything oh, that you're involved with? It's yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I uh, I've been recording just nonstop and uh you know, right around now is when Camp Cretaceous season three was released. So we've been like diving into that really heavily. Plus Jurassic June is coming up and we've been planning a lot of fun stuff for the for the fandom. So, yeah, it's been hectic. And obviously I, I feel like I haven't recorded Grim Grinning Hosts in like a month. So I, I got to get back on that somehow. And uh, probably since then, I started doing live streams with the Force cast. So that's wow. been fun. And yeah, it's stay, I'm just staying busy. Just You're a busy, busy like man. My my face is constantly in a microphone, but that's okay. I like doing it, you know? Yeah, and when it's not in a microphone, you're taking pictures of yourself with your family, which is just so cool. So, um, yeah. you know, all those people out there that follow you on Twitter and Instagram, I'm sure see all that stuff too, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah. But I've ripped you away from Star Wars and Jurassic Park to bring you on to talk about the undead. Yes. There's $200 million in the vault beneath this trip. With a 32-hour window to get it out. Find the safe. This should be a simple in and out. It's not too late to go back. What the... They're not what you think they are. They're smarter. They're faster. They're organized. You got That's crossing the line. You got the window. 
This week on This Podcast Ruined My Childhood, we're going to take a look at the brand new Army of the Dead that hit Netflix just this past week. And we're going to take a deep dive into zombie films from Zack Snyder to the ways that zombie films affected us uh, growing up. And we'll see what we really thought about Army of the Dead. So, so Brad, give me give me an idea of when you first got into horror movies, zombie movies, and your memories of you know what what the first indoctrination was for you. Wow. Um, all right. So that's the thing. It's like everybody knows me as like Jurassic and you know a little bit of Star Wars and stuff. But like I love so much stuff, and horror has been one of those things that like I kind of forgot about for so many years and and just basically lost touch with the fact that like oh my god I've, I've really been into this genre and watching these films for so long and i don't know what happened but like maybe it is the fact that i've been so heavily into other things but like i i forgot that i was so into horror and i you know i started watching stuff at a pretty early age and you know with all the you know the typical exorcist the shining stuff like that um sure but um great, great yeah film. and 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 like Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters. I've I've loved those movies. And uh, hey, I mean, I mean, Beetlejuice is not really a zombie, but like he's kind of he's, he's, he's kind a of ghost yeah. zo- you know he says he's the ghost zombie Jesus in in the in the Broadway <laughs> version, so kind of works out. Yeah. Um, but uh, the zombies genre is is interesting. Um, I honestly, I think I can be fairly honest about that and say Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder's uh, version was probably like my first big jump into that genre. And I think once I, hmm. once I saw that movie, I was like, and I know that's a late arrival, obviously. Sure. Like there's so many plenty of, of zombie movies prior to that. But, um, but that was like really my first big, I think dive into it. And I've watched so much stuff. I feel like since then, you know, world war, uh, world war Z read the book, watched the movie. Um, yeah you know all that good stuff i i've been super into in the walking dead has been huge i've literally i know that's a thing that like a lot of people have stopped watching i've just doubled down and i watch literally i watch every episode of that and i watch every episode of fear the walking dead where do you find the the walking dead the world beyond (laughs) i don't know man i have no idea but uh, i i yeah i have no time outside of recording and watching things and then everything else is i don't even know there's no there's no other time but uh but yeah but the walking dead obviously that's a that's a big one i mean it's taken over what has it been like 10, 10 or so years now? I feel more, like yeah, more than right. that. They're uh, at 10 yeah, seasons yeah. and they didn't do a specific season every year either because true, true. at some points they, they stretched and did like, you know, 13 months between seasons or 15 months between seasons. So it's been yeah, what, probably 12 years yeah. or more. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it, you don't realize you just start watching it and then like, yeah. I'm not usually one to give up. You know, I know a lot of people are, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's sometimes it's just not for you. And you know, it's, it's for other people, but like I've stuck mm-hmm. around and I, I love that show uh, for the most part. I mean, fear the walking dead is kind of iffy. It's back and forth. Yeah. The, uh, the other one uh, it's fine, but like it's, I, I'm still like, I know it's like one of those things that like you could say it's kind of overplayed at this point, but yeah, I wouldn't, it's, uh, yeah. it's still something. It's still something that I'm like heavily into. Sure. And and so that it's interesting you bring up The Walking Dead, which I guess we can't talk about zombies without bringing up The Walking Dead. But they've created such a universe now, and they're still going to expand on it and make movies and more TV shows. And they're 
you're talking about, you know, people are saying they've done too much <laughs> or, or they're doubling down on it. And yeah. they're, they really are. They're moving forward with a lot with The Walking Dead. And what's very interesting to me is that you do say people are over it, but mm-hmm. a lot of people got into zombies because of The Walking Dead. You know, there were a lot yeah. of people that didn't like horror, that didn't like zombie movies or TV shows. And The Walking Dead was such a phenomenon that people started to get into it more and more. And, you know, there are there's a large contingent of people that didn't even know it was a comic book before it became a TV show. Yeah. I and know, so that's yeah. interesting to go back and, and talk to people about the show and also talk to people who have read the book before because, you know, those are the the people that are like they were cool before <laughs> yeah. the show came out yeah. they knew all about it you know <laughs> i i wasn't i wasn't that cool but i have caught up and i've yeah. read me neither all, i've read all the graphic novels for for the walking dead and mm-hmm. uh and yeah i actually love like comparing the two and just seeing what the differences are that's you know that's always yeah. been one of my favorite things with jurassic park so to, to do it with the walking dead too is uh is awesome yeah 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 same with me i i really enjoyed the comic series i didn't read it until after the show started but I read it all really quickly. Yeah. Because oh, same, yeah. same like you, I got the graphic novels and I couldn't stop. Yeah. That fourth, um, I think the fourth was the, the fourth compendium came out not too long ago. It was like a year ago or so or, or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, come on, hurry up, hurry up. I don't want to start yeah. buying individual <laughs> ones. I just want to read in this massive, massive book. Uh, it, yep. yeah. And it, it is, it's something I, I really love. And, uh, you know, sure the show is strayed from that, but I'm actually, and you brought up like the world, like I'm really interested in the world that they want to build. And, and I think honestly, the mm-hmm. same could be said about, uh, army of the dead too. So yep. it's nice parallels sure there, I think. So certainly, certainly. And we'll get to that point towards the end of the show, I'm sure. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me with zombies, I kind of similarly to you, um, Dawn of the mm-hmm. dead, 2004, the Zack Snyder, Dawn of the dead wasn't my first zombie movie, but it was the first zombie movie that made me really love zombie movies um Mm. i i liked and had seen night of the living dead when i was younger um i i was really into horror as well but it took me a lot longer to get there than some others i think um Mm -hmm. i was definitely a scaredy cat as a kid uh (laughs) i was i was afraid to go in the haunted mansion when i was a child at disney world and disneyland oh no and (laughs) the only way my parents could get me to go in the haunted mansion was because I love the movie Ghostbusters. And they said, Philip, when you go in the Haunted Mansion, you're a Ghostbuster. I don't know if you knew this. And that got me to think like, oh, I don't have to be afraid of these ghosts because because the song tells me I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I was like, wait, did you just do that by mistake? Or <laughs> No, no, no. That was, that was definitely on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll say that. We'll, love, wink, I wink. Those, I love those tricks that, you know, parents will pull, like like say that. Because I say that stuff all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like, you oh, know, yeah. it's funny it, and it works. It yep. stuff works. It definitely works because I would, I remember being maybe seven years old. And of course, you know, Ghostbusters came out in what, 85. I didn't see it until it was on home video and my dad had the VHS. So probably 87, 88. Um, and I was at that point eight years old, seven, eight years old. And when I, when I think about going to Haunted Mansion and my dad and mom telling me I'm a Ghostbuster, I remember sitting in the doom buggy like pretending to be holding a proton pack going like shooting all the ghosts. And so I wasn't afraid anymore. And Ghostbusters got me into wanting to, you know, enjoy those types of movies because I thought it was fun. It was funny. And I could be a Ghostbuster. And not to take a complete side, uh, you know, 
go on a different track and completely off the rails here. But mm-hmm. when I was that young, I wanted to be a Ghostbuster because of that movie. And I didn't want to just be a Ghostbuster. I wanted to be Peter Venkman. Like I thought I could grow up and become Peter Venkman. And as I got a little older, I realized, no, I'm Phil Durasmo and I'm going to grow up and be Phil Durasmo, but I can still be a Ghostbuster. Well, then I got a little older and realized Ghostbusters aren't real, but the people in the movie were actors and they were acting as Ghostbusters. And then I thought, oh man, I want to be an actor. And so from when I was like 10 or 11 until uh, I left college, my I went part to college and then moved to Disney world and worked for or moved to Florida and worked for Disney world. Um, I was a theater major in, in college because I, because mm-hmm. ghostbusters touched me so much. There you um, go. It's, it's really amazing. The parallels. And, and so horror yeah. is such an integral part of my growth. And even to this day when I need to relax and I want to, let's say I can't sleep and I want to go to sleep. I will throw on a horror movie. Because something about watching a horror movie and watching people get scared and watching like my body tensing up when something happens for some reason relaxes me. <laughs> it's very backwards, but that's I what love, happens. I love that. I love that. That's that's amazing. It's it. Uh, I don't know if it relaxes me too much, but you know there are. I do find comfort in things like 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 the. And it's not necessarily straight horror, but like Ghostbusters, like mm-hmm. you're saying, or or Beetlejuice and stuff like those. Like, yeah, I could definitely find comfort in that. But I yeah. I find myself um, really diving into horror and like believing every moment of it. Um, that's that's something yeah. I do, and I, I I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Like like when I'm watching a movie, a ghost movie or something, you know, like when when um, uh, what's it called? Uh, what are those ghost movies Conjuring that came or... out a few? No, 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 no. Um, the ones with the home video cameras and, oh, and stuff like yeah, that, like uh, paranormal uh, activity, whatever, par- yeah, wreck. paranormal activity. When, mm-hmm. when those, when those came out, I was like so invested in thinking that it was real and like letting it scare me. So I, I'm good mm-hmm. about like diving into it and believing that this is a real moment in time and like this could happen. And I feel like that's you know obviously yeah. that's a, a big thing with the zombie genre, right? Is like you always, always imagine. You know, what, mm-hmm. how do, what do I do? How right. am I going to live through this? And, uh, you know, luckily we haven't had to deal with that. We've come close, <laughs> but like we haven't, we haven't had to deal with that, but it, you, yeah. you constantly wonder, you know, in those situations, like how would you yeah. get out of it and how, and so I, I really try to put myself in the, in the shoes of these horror films. And, uh, that's one of the things I love about them. So I do let them get to me and let me mm-hmm. get scared. And I, I, I feel that all the time. Um, but I, yeah, diving back, diving back to the, um, the Ghostbusters thing and, and the nice connection zombie land. Mm-hmm. can't go without mentioning oh, yeah. zombie land and, and the, the Bill Murray sequence there. And for sure. So uh, good. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah. So and in zombie land too, not much was in my opinion, not much was good about zombie land too, but the post credit scene in zombie land too was very good with Bill Murray. Well, don't spoil it. I still have not seen that one. Oh, Sorry. all right. Well, I, there's no I need not to gotten around to. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I've heard. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't all that good to get into. So that's kind of why I've, I've stayed away from it. Um, Sure. Yeah, but is he? He was, and another one I did not get to watch yet. But um, isn't he in the the Dead Don't Die? Bill Murray. Yes, he is. I, I also yeah. haven't seen that yet either. But uh, I've heard good things about it. I just need to mm-hmm. spend the money and buy it. Um, I know. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard good things. Um, you know what's an interesting portion I think of the zombie genre, and I don't know if you've gotten into it too much, but is like video games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like, I remember 
oh man, it was so long ago now, but Dead Rising. Dead Rising which was, was awesome. Very, it was so, so good. And it, was it was basically based I, on Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. That's why I loved it so much mm-hmm. was because it, it put me in that movie in an even bigger sense. Like that that mall felt so huge. Yep. And I love that game. That's, that game scared just oh, yeah. scared me to death and like i remember i think there was like a zombie clown or or a guy <laughs> i forget it was like horrifying mm-hmm. and i just i remember stuff like that and um in now nowadays with like you know the call of duty games and you have like zombie modes yep. and stuff like that i am all about waves and hordes of zombies just like attacking oh yeah i loved um <laughs> red dead redemption had a zombie version yeah that oh, was a lot of fun undead undead nightmare undead, that yep. game was amazing yes yes <laughs> so much fun i left for dead too was really good that was crazy because you talk about waves and hordes of zombies coming at you left for dead was unlike <laughs> anything i had played yeah, I've never gotten into that series, but uh, I maybe I should. That's I the know, only one I played. Like, I never did any of or, the sequels. <laughs> or just... even like, a, I think I watched some of the Resident Evil movies, mm-hmm. right? They're zombies, aren't yeah. they? Kind I, of. Um, but I And I never, pl- they're games too, right? I never played mm-hmm. those. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we have 28 Days Later and all those those movies. Like, I love 28 Days, days so, Later. Uh, 28 we, Weeks Later is yeah, pretty good. It's not great, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I forget. It's been so long since I've seen those ones, but yeah. I, I remember just, especially that first one, just loving it. Yep. Um, so really quickly to go back to me getting into zombie movies, I had seen night of the living dead, like the original, and I mm-hmm. wasn't impressed with it. You know, it was made so long ago and <laughs> it was all black and white. And I just like, when I was probably 15 or 14, when I saw it, it just wasn't exciting to me. It was very slow moving. The zombies move very slow. And um, I just didn't oh, they're slow moving. really care, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And so then the Dawn of the Dead came out. The original Dawn of the Dead was out. And I saw that sometime after seeing Night of the Living Dead. And again, it was interesting and the characters were a lot better. But again, I just didn't care as much. So when Zack Snyder was making a zombie movie, man, did... Did that not disappoint? The opening sequence of his Dawn of the Dead with the little girl coming in and biting the, her yeah. husband, uh, what's her name's husband, and then him turning and her going in the bathroom and trying to stop him from attacking her and then her going out. And we got the standard Zack Snyder intro credit scene <laughs> from that point on. Yeah, It just blew me away. And I was like, this is the movie. This is the zombie movie I've been waiting for. And yeah. so ever since 2004... When I saw that in the theaters, I've wanted to just take in every bit of zombie movie that I can. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have as much as I could. And I find that there are some done really, really well and some that are done excruciatingly poorly. But um, okay. there are some some zombie movies are at the top of my horror list, like Train to Busan. I don't know if you've seen that one. No, it is I, yeah, fantastic. I want to. Yeah, I've heard good things. Fantastic. You talk about putting yourself in a situation um, where you feel like you're the character like as a father being in that film or, or the father in that film and what he has to go through to t- take care of his daughter. Like it hits me and I can just see myself in his shoes. Um, it, it's a beautiful movie. It's a really fun movie and it is terrifying. Yeah. Um, so definitely check it out. 
I will. Yeah. But um, moving forward, now we get to 2021 and the world is in this crazy state where we probably should have had zombies from COVID-19. I'm sure that's just the mutation that'll come in the future, but we've all been locked at home for over a year and we get uh, the the news that Zack Snyder's cre- created a movie. They filmed most of it, but it got stuck because of the pandemic. They got Netflix got the Did rights they, in 2019, they, I, I think. Oh, okay. I don't remember the the getting stuck portion, but I, I remember following the the production pretty closely because they actually filmed down near me um, mm-hmm. in Atlantic City. Yeah, that's right. They did all the interior uh, stuff at one of the Atlantic Club Casino Hotel and the showboat okay. Atlantic City. You know, I was I was watching the movie. I was like, where, where which part of this is because like it was hard to tell. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's obviously it's these interiors here. Yep. But like I, I remember when they were filming down there and, and uh, Garrett Dillahunt was down there and some others. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I want to go see them film this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it filmed in 2019. But the reason I said it got stuck is because there was the other issue that, you know, we can we can touch on with Chris uh, Delia. Is that how I say his name? You said it right before. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris D'Elia. Yeah. D'Elia, there you go. Um, issues that he's had um, with sexual misconduct allegations. He got cut from the mm-hmm. film, and they replaced him with Tig Nataro. Uh, and so yeah. they filmed everything with Tig on green screens with CGI and just threw her in the film, which I knew this before watching, and it's not that I could tell she was being filmed on green screen, but I could tell that she was being cut around other things that were happening because most of her sequences, she was alone or she was near somebody else. Only one other person. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty odd. Cause I remember thinking about it too. I'm like, well, she's only on the outskirts of this scene, uh, kind of blended in. There was like one moment, I think maybe when she was like introduced where I was like, Oh, that looks a little weird. Yeah. But, um, but they did it so well, like they really blended it so well. And uh, I remember, I think I like read an interview with her or something. And it was like, she felt like she was, um, you know, the the main movie star. It was like a movie about her because <laughs> it was literally just filming scenes by herself, basically. And it was it was done brilliantly. I, I think like you for the most part, you've, you'd have no idea, you know, if, if you didn't mm-hmm. hear that. It's kind of like people going to see Rogue One and not having any clue that Tarkin was right. uh, you know not alive you know like right. kind of that mm-hmm. kind of situation yeah yeah um it's what's um another thing that I found really funny about the film is that when I was reading up on it they used Carol Baskin's tiger for the um for the VFX <laughs> for the zombie tiger and oh, wait, really? who would have thought <laughs> yeah who would have thought that after or or after they finished filming, yeah. Tiger King would have been released. So they used That's the tiger. Amazing. They went to her big cat rescue in Tampa. They modeled the designs around one of her white tigers, and um, they used that as their the basis. And then, what, like probably five months, four months after principal photography finished, that, yeah, <laughs> Tiger King came out. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty hilarious. I like it. It feels uh, it feels obvious, like uh, obviously like a, a 
uh, like it would really you would really see that in this movie right mm-hmm. like in, oh yeah if this was in real life but i like that it, it feels also like a nice connection to the walking dead with their tiger and in, in the in the comics and the mm-hmm. show too it's like a different situation obviously but like i was like oh this feels right everything yeah. about this feels right yeah agreed agreed <laughs> So let's let's take a dive into the film. So I, we've talked yeah. a little bit about the, the the making of and the replacement, but what did you think about the actual story? Um, obviously, the movie started with the standard Zack Snyder intro. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So how did you feel watching this? Like, did it take you back to two thousand four and Dawn of the Dead, or did you really get this sense of of newness about it? Well, you know. I, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't think I said too much about Dawn of the Dead, but like that movie, yeah, it was, it was like everything for me back then. And I, I watched that so many times mm-hmm. on DVD and I, yeah, and in the theater, but like I, I had it on DVD and just constantly played it. So in my mind, hitting play on this movie, there was just going to be constant comparisons to sure. Dawn of the Dead. So I, yeah. it was like, I was, I was having, I was like struggling at the beginning with like trying to separate myself from the two things. Um, just because of the obvious connections. Uh, but honestly, like the second that that movie, this movie starts Army of the Dead, I was like, oh, I'm in like I'm yep. in 100 <laughs> percent. And I, I like I love the setup. And then as soon as the credits credit sequence rolls, I've heard so many people on Twitter and, and, and everything be like, oh, my God, it's too long. I don't like mm-hmm. how long this is. But I'm like, yes, this feels like, you know, a Zack Snyder intro sequence. And the fact that Richard Cheese starts singing, uh, what was it? Uh, Viva Las Vegas or something. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're doing this again. Oh, this is perfect. Everything. Mm-hmm. I, I love this movie already. Yep. And and uh, obviously, if you don't remember, but like Richard Cheese was utilized extremely well. And, you know, I feel like that was a really big jumping off point, uh, you know, for, for him probably yeah. as well. Um, when they used him in Dawn of the Dead with yeah. the Down with the Sickness, uh, you know, version <laughs> that he made. And so I good too. I, <laughs> I I can't tell you after that movie I was I listened to Richard Cheese he was on my 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 iPod or whatever I had back then like <laughs> it transitioned to all my you know iTunes I've I've always had it in there um, I haven't listened to it a lot recently but back when I was like you know mm-hmm. using like different streaming services I was always streaming his music I just I loved it I thought it was so much fun and yeah. then to hear it kick off here again I was just like that was that was amazing it was the perfect use and the, you know the movie it worked for me from start to finish. I loved like the world building. Like I kind of mentioned before, like even without knowing that they intend to do a lot more um, while I was watching the movie, I was just like, man, there's so much room to explore here. Oh yeah. So much you could do. Um, I, I was like, Oh my God, there's 95 characters in this movie, but I love all of them. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling connected with them and I'm super scared for each and every one of them. And I actually like, you know, like I was saying before, how I how I give myself up to these movies, I I got, you know, halfway through this movie or so, and I was just so invested and like so fearful for all of these characters mm-hmm. just because I'm thinking about Dawn of the Dead. And I'm like, well, mm, that movie didn't go well for those right. characters. <laughs> you know, like I, obviously you can't I don't think you can say for sure unless they've kind of confirmed it elsewhere. I don't remember. But like those uh, spoilers for Dawn of the Dead, I guess, but they, they, you know, select a mount, get to a certain point, And then in my head, they all die. Right. You know, yeah, of course. So I'm like, okay, that's gotta be what happens. Right. Yep. So I'm thinking that in this movie and I'm like, I'm just 
terrified. But um, mm-hmm. so it really hooked me. It really, really hooked me. And I thought they, the payoff was great. I thought yeah. it was awesome. I, I agree. Um, there are certain things I wish they would have talked about a little bit more because mm-hmm. there are some decisions that the characters made that didn't seem to make sense for what what they knew was happening in the film. But yeah. I mean, I know that yeah. they need to just keep moving things along. But like one of the things that I really wish they would have explained is why they're robot zombies. Because that you doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. And I didn't even know until I read an article after the movie and it said, mm-hmm. and it was like, Zack Snyder's like, hey, so uh, robot zombies, what do you think yeah. of those? And I was like, wait, what? And, but but I will say while I was watching the movie, there was a point where I was like, yo, what's up with that one? Yep. He looks like weird. It looks like he's got metal on his face. And I, yep. it didn't dawn on me that I was like, you know, I didn't think zo- uh, robot zombies when I'm watching it. But then there was another one in like a dark hallway that had like light up eyes. And I was like, yo, what's that about? Yep. And then it just it never, never crossed my mind until I read that article. And I was like, whoa, wait, <laughs> were we supposed <laughs> to think something about this? Like I, I didn't, I didn't know, but, but you know, it's, I, I think I'm okay with it because there's a sense of world building that they want to do, right? Yeah. I would, I think yeah. that this stuff will get resolved at some point. So I'm okay with like kind of letting some things linger. And yeah. I honestly, I can cannot remember the one moment on the top of my head, but there was a moment where I was like, no, no, what are you doing? You wouldn't do that. You don't, I don't know why you're making that decision. So, but it was like one moment out of the entire movie where I was like, okay, that's a, well, I don't know why you did that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. There's, there are a couple like the, the daughter, Kate, I think her name was going to find the other person in the other mm. in the other um, Vegas hotel, which I understand because that was the whole point of her going in. But when you now know you have an hour and like twenty <laughs> minutes before a nuclear bomb's going to drop, probably don't do it. Um, <laughs> she was I really also don't. To those kids, you know? I don't understand how <laughs> the evil zombie went all the way down one building rode his zombie horse across to the other building and got up to that floor with other bad guy zombies before Tig and Dave Bautista got to the roof when they were flying a helicopter. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that because I think they start flying out of there. Like I think Tig is like, all right, I'm going to get out of here. Right. I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. But then, then like halfway through the flight, he's like, Hey, you know what? We got to go back and get my daughter. And, and maybe that explains it. There's well, yeah, barely, but like there's a shot where like the horse, he's on the horse and he's beat, he beat them to the hotel essentially. (laughs) And there's the chopper flying over now and landing. And it's like, wait, how did that happen? (laughs) But like, it's, yeah, it's a minor thing, but like, I just laugh about it. You know, I love that he is the head of the zombies. He's like alpha zombie and he's Mm -hmm. the only one that makes himself uh, bulletproof headwear. When he knows that all the other zombies, all they have to do is protect their brains. And he doesn't tell any of them. He's not like, hey, guys, listen, (laughs) let's all protect our brains with this bulletproof metal that I found. And I mean, you know, he doesn't have to say it like that. He could say it like, but (laughs) I just, uh, uh, oh, come on. (laughs) I I thought that was a brilliant choice. I thought that was amazing because they are obviously a bit smarter than your your typical zombie. Mm -hmm. Um, In a way, it felt a lot like... um, uh oh man i'm blanking on the name the one with will smith what was that movie called oh um, um i am legend uh, i am legend another not great zombie movie. Not, 
Yeah. Oh my God. That's another one that like, I was so into that. I, I, anytime I go to like, um, uh, Washington square park in New York, I'm like, yo, there's this house <laughs> right there. That's where they film. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking about that all the time in New York, anytime I go there and then, Whoa, big connection. The Batman versus Superman, uh, poster that's in times square in that movie. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I, and then here, uh, obviously with Zack Snyder, but uh, where was I? What was I talking about? Um, oh, the smartness of Smart the zombies. zombies. It yeah. reminded me more so of the book, I Am Legend, because mm-hmm. they were like much more sophisticated zombies, I believe, yes, or whatever they, they were. were. So, um, but these, yeah, these weren't necessarily sophisticated or anything, but they had a little bit of a plan and and mm-hmm. uh, a little bit of more sparks. I actually thought that was pretty cool that they were like, uh, a, you know, just a, a different version of like your typical zombie. They yeah. had the typical zombies out there, but if once you were bit by the main guy, yeah. you turned into one of the the, the big deal zombies. You know? Yeah. If you were an alpha, you became one of the alphas crew. If you were bit by a beta, you're just a zombie. Yeah. Um, I was like, how does that ha-? like? So yeah, you, yeah. Are you who's who's biting who? Because how did <laughs> how do you even get a beta zombie? I'm not even sure at this point. But <laughs> well, anybody that's not the alpha. Okay, so only the one guy can make the other. Yes, guy. but if you're if you're one of the other guys, you can't. Okay, all right. right, I got it. Um, <laughs> I didn't know zombies hibernated either. That was another sequence that was very odd to me. It was an odd choice, but it worked for what they were uh-huh. trying to do, and it was the first real zombie um, like presence in the film mm-hmm. for our main characters. You know, they saw the one, they sacrificed the one douchebag, um, but then they went in, and the all yeah. these zombies were were hibernating uh-huh and so i, I uh, thought yeah. it was a Again, really much like, much like i am legend as well when you know right. they're all just kind of and that's horrifying like that mm-hmm. it, just these zombies that are still like that's terrifying to me yep yep and that's why i thought it was a, a it was an interesting choice but it was a really good choice for the sequence mm-hmm. because because of the fact that our main characters hadn't yet had to be up against them so they didn't all exactly know what to expect Mm-hmm. So then they're they're cautiously yeah. getting through this this silent stoic horde that one wrong step means that they'll all wake up and we saw that actually happen. Yeah. And it was just it was pretty cool. I really liked all of the characters. Zack Snyder's known for his world building and his character development. All of his movies he has just really in my opinion really amazing character development. He makes me care about almost every single person he puts on screen. And he does that with purpose because if he wouldn't, if you're not going to connect with his film, with his vision, if you're not connecting with the characters that he's putting on screen. And so I really respect that. And, you know, I'll say it, I've said it before when Eric and I talked about justice league and I'll say it again. I really respect Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. I'm one of those completely pro Zack Snyder's. He, he very rarely does wrong in my eyes. Um, but this is one way yeah. in which I I will I'm all in. He can take two and a half hours to make a, a zombie film because much of that time, even though we don't have zombies, we are getting to know these characters on a personal level in an interesting way, and it really makes me care about them. All of their little idiosyncrasies and everything. Like mm-hmm. I love the Safecracker. I loved Vanderho. Oh, yeah. I really cared about Dave Bautista and. At the oh, end of the movie, I was like, "No, no, <laughs> no." I'm. I look here. This is where I'm like super hopeful that, like, you know, the the talk of prequels getting made. I'm like, please bring back 
all of these people uh, mm-hmm. and make all these things. I mean, we're already hearing that the uh, safe cracker has is they're going to make a, a prequel with him. And I'm like, how? How does that work? Because he yeah. didn't seem to have any kind of, uh, you know, knowledge about any any zombie stuff in this movie. <laughs> right. So I don't know. <laughs> yep. But we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully yeah. it'll be. Um, well, they, they already made a sequel, a prequel. Did they? Is that is that the one that they made already? They already made a prequel that's going to be released sometime this year on Netflix. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think Zack Snyder directed it. If I if I'm correct, I think he helped write it, but I don't think he he directed it. But regardless, they they already filmed a prequel, and they made an animated series. the 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 female character that is in love with Dave Bautista. It's oh, going to be okay. the anime series is going to be about her and how they met. That's awesome. So it's going to be bringing those characters back, but they're going to be animated. So I don't know what will happen That's if cool. we'll get more prequels and what will happen in the sequel. In I think maybe it's even the same article you read about the um, robot zombies. But Zack Snyder said that the alien or the the zombie virus could be because of alien technology and that's why there might be robot zombies in there yeah that that was actually really interesting honestly from the moment the movie starts they they they're driving like the military trucks and and the two guys are in the front talking about like yeah what do you think's in the the thing that we're hauling and they're they're spitting off all these things there's like a nice reference to indiana jones in there with the stuff staff of Ra or the holy grail but like they they do reference the fact that they just came from a place that looks like the same exact spot where they filmed kingdom of the crystal skull, which was area 51. And they, you know, you know, it's supposed to be area 51. So I'm like, man, they, they mentioned Bigfoot. I'm like, there's so many routes you could take with this universe. You could, you could make it about anything. You know, it doesn't have to be just about zombies, but like, I I do like, yeah, I do like the idea that there could be something alien in there because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a story that's just not told. They didn't tell you anything about how this came into existence. Right. Yeah. The one zombie that starts it all, the, the, I guess he, he is the alpha. He is a military, he's a, he's an army guy and he's got dog tags. Yep. Yep. And so how did he get infected? I I didn't notice that until, uh, I did watch it like again and I was like, Oh, look at those dog tags. I didn't even realize before. So I was, I was wondering, yeah, is he somebody that was infected at the base at, at area 51 or work it, you know, like I'm imagining like, um, uh, independence day and they have like a ship down there or something. And, you know, he, he gets cut or bit by something <laughs> and he turns and, you know, yep. so I could, I can imagine that it, it would, it would be really fun to see if they, you know, ever played that moment out. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, it would be pretty cool. Um, I I really really want to understand did this one zombie this smart zombie that came from Area 51 potentially build the robot zombies or because he was infected and set up camp in Vegas the the aliens came and brought him robot zombies I I just have so many questions about the <laughs> robot zombies <laughs> I know yeah yeah that that doesn't make a ton of sense but uh I'm going to hope they answer it I, I, if they don't answer it then I'm going to be like pissed off <laughs> but yeah but well it seems like I'm, zach I'm wants okay to answer now, it yeah yeah in yeah, a couple articles just... he's excited about the fact that there were ro- robot zombies and he wants to make sure people saw them so i think he's gonna follow it up with an answer he wants to make sure they saw them but not enough to really really put them in the movie like it's just right. like 
such a passing thing. Like there should have been some, I don't think there was any comments on it. Was there like, no. it just felt like such a passing thing. Like they should have at least said like, what's that about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't know. That's a story for another time. Or, yep. you know, like somebody, somebody comes by and knows the story, you know, like imagine Dave Bautista is like, yeah, that's a story for another time. And you're like, okay, I'm in. Yep. But not even, they didn't give us that, but no, they didn't to, to kind of get towards the end of the movie here. We, we have these great fights between the, um, the head alpha and the, and the team like him and Vanderho going toe to toe was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, the safe cracker guy, I keep forgetting his name, but the safe cracker guy locking Vanderho in the vault to save him. I thought was, it really showed their relationship <laughs> and how they grew together. Right. They really you know, cared about I, each other. Yeah. I, they definitely, you know, grew an appreciation at that point. But when that happens, I'm like, dude, there's no guarantee that this is going to save him. I'm like, and right. obviously I'm like, yeah, the, He's probably doing it to save him and somehow this will blow a hole in the, you know, in the vault, but not kill him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, that'll happen. And then of course that's what happens. Yeah. But like, that is not a guarantee there, man. Like When that, when they were like, fighting, when the alpha came down with all the other ones, I said out yeah. loud when I was watching the movie that just go in the safe. I wanted both of them to just go in the safe. <laughs> yeah. Cause I like them you both. Know- I really like them both. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead just a little bit, but like when he actually gets out and he's, you know, he's on that plane and stuff, he he's bit right. But I I feel I, at first I'm like, dude, the dude's got to be dying from radiation or yep. something, he has right? To. Like he, he just to. walked out of a out of a nuclear fallout, you know, spot. Mm-hmm. Like what's going on there? But then he has a bite too. So yeah, I wonder future, about that you know? because the bite would have happened maybe a day or two beforehand mm-hmm. so dave bautista when the alpha bit him dave bautista turned within minutes but yeah and there was there was somebody else that turned even faster because right. i remember when dave got when dave got it i was like oh dude he's taking so much longer than yep. the other person and I so vanderhoe uh, it takes days <laughs> so maybe i what i had to try to reconcile in my head is that maybe he got bit while he was in the vault, like maybe when when the bomb went off, he got bit at some point after when he was trying to get himself out, and there was still a zombie alive that that bit him because we didn't see a zombie bite him, but the nuclear yeah. fallout is what's keeping him from turning quickly. I like that. I really like that idea. That's that's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's like it's it's holding it at bay for the time being right. and uh, slowly killing him, but also yeah. I like that idea. Hopefully that's what it is. I mean, it, otherwise it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, but it, it is that kind of movie where it doesn't have to make right, any right. sense. You know, it, I, I'll I, give I you that. Care. I, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, it, I was watching it happen and I'm like, oh, dude would definitely be burning alive or something right now. I don't know how it works, <laughs> but like, I yeah, also the, didn't the care fallout, enough, you know, his skin like, should have been melting off his body from the <laughs> yeah. nuclear fallout, but, but we'll I'm, go past I'm that. here for it. It looked awesome. <laughs> it was a great, you know, it was a great heroic moment. And then him getting on that plane and stuff. It was awesome. I want more zombie fetuses to be, to be honest. <laughs> I want to see more zombie babies. Um, that was, you know, that it's, was crazy. It's been, it's been a, it's been a time for, for, for zombie fetus babies. I mean, there mm-hmm. was, you know, obviously in, in, in Dawn of the Dead, but yeah. Walking Dead did it and uh recently and um yeah mm-hmm. so here it here it is again yep yep um, I, by the way that queen was amazing she was so that, good that, that yeah that 
character design was amazing. I loved yeah. it. Me too. Me too. I thought it was so, so good. And to make her the alphas like first in command plus his, I guess, quote unquote wife in the zombie universe uh, yeah. where they have a zombie baby or they're going to have a zombie baby together. It's just, <laughs> it's another level of that Zack Snyder world building and character building where it makes you care about the motivation. No wonder yeah. the guy is going to go after his baby mama's head because that's his love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, technically, she's still his love, even just a head, right? I mean, she's good. She's, she, she, well, no, she got zombie, dropped right? off so, the roof. Well, no, 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 yeah, no. But until that end, point, no, yeah. Obviously. But up until that point, could he He could have just continued existing with oh, just yeah. the head. Like, yeah. it would have been fine. But, like, obviously, maybe not the baby. I don't know, but I don't know how that works. <laughs> uh, but, but... I imagine that it's like uh, the governor from The Walking Dead, but instead it's just yeah, it's his wife's head, and and they're they're getting along fine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's when in Shaun of the Dead when he has uh, I'm, I can't believe we didn't mention Shaun of the Dead, but when he I has know. his buddy <laughs> in the in the basement and they're playing video games. Yeah, <laughs> so good. So anything else that we didn't touch on, Brad, with these this film or any other films that you just want to throw out there? I mean, I know I said Shaun of the Dead is something we passed over but at least it was mentioned <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah i enjoyed that uh that one as well um there was i i gotta i guess i i want to shout out the one moment where they're like trying to escape the uh the casino right and it is it is such a badass moment where like they're they're like on the casino floor and like one of the guys he recruits is like taking out people but then getting caught up and mm -hmm. it's just it's such an amazing moment and i it was like one of those like i think there was like some slow-mo in there oh, and yeah, some like course. some stuff that like humans can't really do like i think that they've got these to like push like a card table <laughs> through like a card 40 table. feet yeah and it was like such an incredible moment they're just they're they're all it felt like an avengers moment to me where like mm -hmm. you have all of these characters like just blasting their their rifles and just taking all that at all these zombies it was it was amazing it was a really really awesome moment yeah i i agree um that was probably the most fun moment in the film i guess i'd say i'm yeah. saying oh, with a question mark but i'm thinking was there any any <laughs> other scene that i liked more and i i think as yeah. far as action sequences go that was my favorite scene and and uh i you know i'm bad with names but uh garrett dillahunt's character like getting mm -hmm. it at the end like he was he was terrible like i, I you know oh yeah he he yeah. literally you know just coming from fear of the walking dead so he's in the zombie you know universe <laughs> even more like yep. uh and his character in that in that show is an incredible character john dory he's like a sharpshooter with like an old-fashioned like western guy with like pistols and he you know he does like trick shots there's one ridiculous shot where he like put i think he like put an axe somewhere and like shot at an axe and it split the <laughs> bullet and killed two zombies on either side of the, the axe and it was um, it was like this it was like amazing just like some dumb stupid action but uh but yeah him getting it in the end with the with the tiger was yeah priceless that was amazing and, and so you knew that was going to happen though because he was the one person at the beginning when they first saw it that talked about it <laughs> yeah 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 i know yeah it was definitely exactly foreshadowing like for his character it was like yeah it was like ty burrell in in dawn of the dead be, yep. being like if, if i ever become one of those just shoot me straight between the eyes yep. and she's like oh <laughs> gladly i'll do it <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah it, it was did. you know you kind of mentioned 
having fun but yeah there is it's there's a lot of brutal stuff people dying off left and right and like oh that moment when when dave bautista's like girlfriend or, or whoever she was got killed i was like oh heartbroken in that moment and it was mm-hmm. just brutal you know her head yep. getting twisted and then like a bone popping out of her neck and then yep. like dave just going on a rampage at that moment it was insane it was yeah it was brutal yep. But there yeah. was a lot of br- brutality like that with with all the pr- pretty much everybody except for his daughter, right? Yep. And and the other guy, but um, he even dies too, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm sure. Uh, he will. But yeah, the, yeah. The, so the friend of the daughter that she went to go save. What we what never see her again after the helicopter no. crashes. She's just gone. Gone, <laughs> just gone. I was they like, okay, that's they don't weird. even mention her like, again. <laughs> half the story was about like trying to track her down, and then you did, you tracked her down, and then she's nowhere to be found. And I'm like, okay, that was very odd. That's weird. That's weird. And poor Tig, like Tig but, should have made it out too. I know, I know. You know, honestly, like the entire time, I was, I was, I was imagining like Chris D'Elia in that role, and I was like, I don't see it. It doesn't no, work. Me neither. Like I, you know, it didn't work for me. Um, but, but it, her in that role was awesome. And I, I thought she would make it out, but, um, you know, not, not, that I thought time. same thing. I thought if anybody's making it out of this movie, I, I, in my head, when the movie started and we met all of the characters that were going to be on this heist, I said to myself, Dave Bautista, his daughter and Tig will be the only ones left. Dave Bautista will sacrifice himself for them and they will make mm-hmm. it out. That's what I told myself. Exactly. And yeah. I was so close to being right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so you know, close. and honestly, I, I kind of, I, I feel like, man, why did they just make it like a big FU to the whole Chris mm-hmm. thing and just make her survive? And, uh, you know, maybe he didn't survive just like she didn't. But, like, that would have been awesome if she, she just walked away from that. And, uh, yeah. but no, I, I don't know, you know. I have I to wonder, not, too. But, um, I have to wonder, too, that what if a lot more of the film is lost because of scenes he was in. Maybe his character didn't go to the roof and get the chopper ready. Maybe he was actually part of the crew and he was just the pilot to get out. That's a, that's a real fair point because she wasn't given a ton to do. She did great with what she did, but like, but yeah, that, cause I know he was filming in, 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 um, Atlantic City and like there was zero reason for her to have gone to Atlantic City right like yeah she wasn't even in the you didn't even like see her I don't think you really saw her go in the nope. building you just saw her go out mm-hmm. and then so it, it had you're right it had to have been like a much you know heftier role I would assume but um yeah yeah I wonder if I wonder if he's the one that said I know about the zombie uh robots <laughs> Oh, and that's God. what's lost. <laughs> that's a story for another time. I'm just yep. Leah. You, yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. Yeah, you're probably right. That's where the answer is. <laughs> On the cutting room floor with Chris D'Elia. Oh, well. Oh, God. So the film obviously is a Zack Snyder joint. I mean, it has every trope of a Zack Snyder film. But in my opinion, mm. all these tropes are in a good way. So let me ask you, we've kind of both enjoyed that we both seem to have enjoyed the film so my question i think is going to uh be answered in a very specific way but brad did army of the dead ruin what you knew about zombie movies or your quote-unquote childhood not at all man not at (laughs) all i you know it's just continued my love and makes it even stronger to be honest and like you know like i said where I, i was at i'm at this point with the walking dead where i'm still going and and 
you know, it could have very well killed it off for me, you know, but I'm still going strong. And I think this just made it even stronger. The fact that like, there is so much potential for a series of, of films and anything else, whatever it may be. I'm all in on whatever they're building here and the story, the, the, the way that they made these zombies, even robots. I don't care. I'm all in. I'm all in for it. <laughs> um, so yeah, same here. It did not ruin my childhood. It did not ruin what I knew about zombie movies. It just made me love Zack Snyder movies even more. It makes me want to go back and watch Dawn of the Dead, maybe tonight. <laughs> The 2004 yeah, Dawn of the Dead tonight. Um, Ty Burrell will always be a star from that film. I know. Dude. I, I and I, I've never been able to like latch onto him as an actor because I I hated him in that movie. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, dude, f that guy. I don't like him just yeah. because of that. But like, I can't get that out of my head. Obviously, he's done a lot more. But like, I, I yeah, there, that oh. movie did everything for me. Yeah. Honestly, I was I was looking at Zack Snyder's, you know. Um, you know, directing history and stuff like that. I was like, Oh wait, Oh my God. Am I, am I a Zack Snyder fanboy? Mm-hmm. What's wait, what's happening here? Did I, I didn't realize I've like literally watched basically everything except for like two movies. And I'm like, Whoa, like I had no idea. <laughs> like I, I, yeah, he's just that good at what he does. And I, I really do like, you know, the, the DC stuff. And I really dug, um, Snyder cut, uh, you know, of justice league. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'm all in. I didn't know. I didn't know I was, but I am. <laughs> His first film was Dawn of the Dead, and yeah, I fell in love also with that. Written, written by written by James Gunn too, right? Yeah, so that yeah. that helps. So yep. it's a good killer combo right there for sure. Um, I love 300 when it came out. I loved Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Sucker Punch is such an underrated movie that so that's I, one where I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get into that. I didn't yeah. even. I don't even think I watched it. I don't know. It is it is really really good, but it is really deep. And it is very difficult to sit through when you understand what the characters are really going through in the real world. So I implore you to watch it, but know that it's heavy. And a lot of people don't like it because it's very Zack Snyder. It's very CG. It's very, you know, there's a lot of slow-mo. There's a lot of off color. Um, Like everything's kind of dark and grainy and and green. (laughs) He uses green a lot in Sucker Punch. Um, But I love Sucker Punch. It's probably my third favorite Zack Snyder movie. So I, I definitely tell you to go watch it. But I, guess I, I don't check it out. like I don't not like a single one of his the films he's directed. Um, and the only one that I haven't seen is Legends of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul. <laughs> oh my god, that's a movie that I I yeah, that's the other one that I haven't seen. And uh I it's just because like when that was coming out, I remember when that was like making the rounds, I was like Dude, this sounds so silly. Yeah, I don't ever want to see this because of this name alone. Yeah, <laughs> and my, it was it became this like inside joke, and I don't even know if it was an inside joke because probably everybody was joking about it. But like me and my wife would joke about that like constantly. <laughs> yeah, I it's a very odd title. Um, and so yeah, I just I've never gotten around to watching that. But Army of the Dead, it's just to me another great entry in the Snyder film catalog and i i can't wait to see where he goes with this universe so didn't ruin yeah. my childhood yeah brad i don't want to take up too much more of your time because you are one of the busiest men in podcasting show business so uh, oh why don't gosh. you just plug all your stuff and tell the people where they can find you and we'll wrap this baby up awesome all right we'll so swallow yeah, it this, like this... a newborn baby uh <laughs> we'll swaddle it like a newborn baby zombie i like it uh, yeah i'm I, 
I, I'm just as as pretty too, you know, as as a <laughs> newborn baby zombie. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's um yeah, I'm I'm on uh, Jurassic Park podcast, so you can find me over there uh, at Jurassic Park Pod on Twitter. I'm at Brad Jost on Twitter, and I'm also on Grim Grinning Host. You mentioned it before. We talk theme parks and stuff like that, so. Go check us out there at GGH Podcast, I think, on social medias, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I do the Forcecast every other Thursday on a live stream over on their Facebook. I have another podcast, but we haven't done it in months, so I don't know what's going on there. That's never <laughs> offline. You can Don't listen to it. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, staying busy. Staying busy. So stick around for Jurassic June. We'll see what we got planned. Yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. And I mean, we are getting ever closer to the final part of the new trilogy. So can't wait. Can't wait for oh, Jurassic World. Yeah, Dominion. I know it's it's going to be it's going to be insane. I can't wait to see what Dominion brings. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Well, again, thank you for joining. Um, I, we will definitely check you out in all those locations. And for me, uh, I am at Phil Demo, F-I-L-D-M-O, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, You can follow the podcast at Podcast Ruined on Instagram and Twitter. And I really hope that this look back at Army of the Dead and zombie movies of days past did not ruin your childhood. Could it be I've misunderstood? This podcast ruined my childhood. Viva! Um, and Zack Snyder is known for the way that he builds his worlds and builds his characters. Um, God, my stupid ass dogs outside. Can you hear them? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, they're going to be in the background of this. Um, yep. These freaking dogs. <laughs> my God. We uh, not to take us on another. I'll, I'll edit all this out. But the dogs. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, a foster. So oh, really? we have we got a new dog. A month ago, five weeks ago. So now we have three dogs. And yesterday, we got a foster that has a one-eyed German Shepherd puppy. And so the German Shepherd puppy and our puppy get along and, like, wrestle all the time. And our other two dogs that are two years old are protective of the new one. They've really gotten, like, over the past five weeks, they've grown close with the newest one. And so when they see them fight or or wrestle, they go crazy on the brand new puppy that got here yesterday. And so that's probably what's happening. (laughs) So they're just going (laughs) apeshit. Anyway, 